In this episode, we're going to look at how to configure a wireless network. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. We'll configure a wireless router and access point to accept wireless clients and route IP packets. Furthermore, we will also update some of the default settings. We'll be discussing how to connect to a wireless router, configure the wireless router, connecting a wired device to that wireless router, connecting a wireless device to the wireless router, add an access point to the, to the network to extend wireless coverage, and then finally updating default router settings. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation, and if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Configure a wireless network. I got the packet tracer lab open here. On the left side, I have our work area, the main packet tracer window. We'll go and configure our devices, connect them up, configure our wireless router and access points. On the right side, I have the instructions. The bottom right, I have the packet tracer activity window that opens up when you open a packet tracer. And in the upper right, I have the Word document of those same instructions. The reason I have the Word document is there's questions to answer. That Word document will allow me to type my answers in and save, save those answers out. We have our objectives. We're gonna to connect to a wireless router, configure that wireless router. We're gonna connect a wired device. We're gonna connect a wireless device. We're gonna add an access point to extend the range. And then we're gonna update some of the routers, the wireless router settings. Down to our instructions. Part one, connect to a wireless router. Step one, connect admin PC to the wireless router. Connect admin to wireless router using a straight through ethernet cable. Down here in the bottom left, we have some selection menus. Make, click on the connection, the orange lightning bolt. Then what we want here is the copper straight through. Go ahead and click on the copper straight through. Come up over here on admin, click on admin. Now, before I do that, notice my cursor. My cursor has now changed to basically like an end of a network cable, an RJ45 with a wire coming out, like you're gonna plug it into a network card on your device. Click on admin, we're gonna put it into the fast ethernet zero port. Once I've done that, then you come over here to our wireless router, click on that, and then we're gonna connect that into the gigabit ethernet one. Connect that up. Now notice we have this orange amber color circle. Remember on the wireless router, there is a switch on the backside. There's a four port switch. And because it's a switch, it has to go through the negotiation process, speed, bandwidth, several other things. And it could take up to 30 seconds for it to turn green. Now we can wait here for that 30 seconds for this amber to turn green, or we can go down here and click on the fast forward. I haven't clicked on it because I'm just sort of waiting for it to turn. And there it is. It just turned, so we got our connection there. Step two, configure admin to use DHCP. So we're going to configure the admin PC to use DHCP. To reach the wireless router management page, admin must communicate on the network. Wireless router usually includes a DHCP server, and a DHCP server is usually enabled by default on the local area network. 
Admin will receive an IP address information from the DHCP server on the wireless router. Go ahead and click on our admin PC here. Click on desktop. Click on IP configuration. Right here's IP configuration. And then select DHCP. Currently it's on static. What we're going to do is going to go ahead and click on DHCP. As soon as I click on DHCP, it's going to start that Dora process, the discover, offer, request, acknowledgement process. Finds DHCP server, gets that address. They go through their negotiations. And here's our information. What is the IP address of the computer? That would be listed here in the IP version 4 address, 192.168.0.100. 192.168.0.100. What is the subnet mask of the computer? Subnet mask is right here. It's 3255 is a slash 24. We got 255.255.255.0. What is the default gateway? Once again, default gateway is the exit off of our network and onto other networks. Here's the default gateway. So it's part of our network. Once again, our subnet mask is the first three octets. First three octets of our IP address matches our default gateway. That's good. And by usually most people put dot one as the default gateway. So 192.168.0.1 is our default gateway. Let's go ahead and enter in that in our Word document. 192.168.0.1. And we can go ahead and close that configuration, the IP configuration window. The close out IP configuration window where it says IP config, that blue line on the right side, there's an X. Go ahead and click on that X. Here we go. Values can vary. Your subnet mask, your default gateway, those should be the same, but the last octet here might be different, but because we're on a controlled network inside a packet tracer, test lab, it should be 100, but it could be 101, 102. On to step three, connect to the wireless router web interface. In the desktop tab on the admin PC, choose web browser. So here's my admin PC window. I'm gonna make this window a little bit wider going right and left. Almost half of my screen. It just, it helps everything lay out better. Go ahead and click on web browser. Enter in the IP address for our wireless router, 192.168.0.1. That's our default gateway. It's all on the same device, 192.168.0.1. I hit enter and it's asking for a username and password. Use admin for both the username and the password. We got admin, I hit tab, go down to the next field, admin again. Click OK. Here is our or web management interface of our wireless router. Under the network setup heading on the basic setup page, notice the IP address range for the DHCP server. And so on the basic setup page, we're on setup here. These are all different tabs going across here you could click on. We are on the basic setup here. If you're unsure, go ahead and click on setup and then the basic setup. And then here's the information. And so underneath the network setting heading, that's down here on the left. I'm gonna scroll a little bit. Notice the IP address range for the DACP server. Here is the range, IP address range 192.168.0. And then the fourth octet goes from 100 to 149. How we get this information is the start IP address is here, 192.168.0. 
Well, why can't we change that? They pull that information from right here. We have our IP address, 192.168.0.1. We have our subnet mask, 255.255.255.0. Wherever there's a one in that subnet mask, you cannot change that. And so the first three octets, 192.168.0, you can't change anything with. That's the reason we can't make any changes here. But the fourth octet, because there was zeros in the subnet mask, we can do anything in that fourth octet. And so that's where we start. Our first IP address is 100, and the uh, maximum number of users is 50. So the first 50 addresses, that gives us our range of 100 to 149. The IP address for admin within the range, is it expected? Explain your answer. I'm gonna scroll up so we can see our information. Here's the IP address that came from DHCP server on the admin PC. That is within the range, that's the first address. And so because that's it within the range there, that's our first address, it is expected. Let's go down there and answer this question. So is the IP address for the admin within the range? Yes, it is. Is it expected? Yes, it's expected. Explain our answer. So yes, it is within the range. Yes, it is expected. Now to explain our answer, and, and that has to do with the start address, the maximum addresses here. This is the information that's within that range, so it is expected because that's how we have our DHCP server set up. Okay, so explaining it. The IP address of admin falls within the range of IP addresses the DHCP server is set up to deliver to clients. Okay, step three is done. On to step four. Configure the internet port of the wireless router. In this step, the wireless router is configured to route the packets from the wireless clients to the internet. You'll configure the internet port on the wireless router to connect to the internet. Once again, that's this connection here, this wired connection going off to this cluster that's representing the internet. So we're going to configure this connection right here so it communicates. Undernet. Under the internet setup at the top of the page of basic setup page, click the internet IP address method from automatic configuration DHCP to static. Now let's go ahead and scroll up here. Once again, we want internet setup from the basic setup page. We are still on that basic setup page. Right here is the internet setup heading. And what we want to do is change it from automatic configuration DHCP, it's a little drop down menu, to static. So I'm going to just go ahead and click on static. And now notice there's all these fields to enter. Type the IP address to be assigned to the internet interface as follows. Here's our information. Let's go ahead and enter that in. Now, each one of these spaces is an octet. There's a little period there. It's kind of hard to see, but each one of these is an octet. Our internet IP address is 209.165.200.225. I am going to go ahead and enter that in. 209. And because this is a web browser, I'm going to hit tab to take me to the next field. So 209 tab. 
165 tab 200 tab 225. That's our internet IP address. Our sub uh, subnet mask is 255, 255.255.252. .255 and so what I can do here is go ahead and hit tab. It takes me down to the next field. I can go ahead and enter that in. 255, tab 255, tab 255, tab 252. Default gateway, 209.165.200.226. Hit tab to take me down to that field. 209.165.200.226. Oh, I missed tab. So starting over, 209 in the first octet. Second octet is 165. Tab 200, tab 226. And then our DNS server we're going to enter in here is 209.165.201.1. DNS server of 209, tab 165, tab 201, tab 1. Scroll down to the, scroll down the page and click save settings. I'm going to go ahead and scroll down here and click save settings. Go back, scroll up here. Information was saved, but now I got a request timed out error. Note, if you get a request timed out message, close the admin window and wait for the orange lights to turn green. So I'm gonna go ahead, minimize this. And notice we are going through that negotiation. When I change the IP addresses on the physical interfaces, it took it down and took it back. And then it made the changes to all, all the interfaces, whether we made the changes or not, it shut it down. And now we're booting it back up. Had to go through that initialization process. Once you have all green triangles, go ahead and click on admin again go to our internal address 192.168.0.1 it may take a second or two i'm going to cheat i'm going to hit the fast forward button right here come back to admin oh there it is Step 4D, to verify connectivity, open up a new web browser and navigate to www.cisco.pka. PKA stands for Packet Tracer Activity. I'm going to close that out. I'm going to reopen the web browser, and that's where I'm going to enter in that address. www.cisco.pka, Packet Tracer Activity. Either hit enter or click go. May take a few seconds. I'm gonna, we could cheat and click the fast forward time button. That's right down here, right above the connections. I'm gonna go ahead and click on that. Click on it. Go back, click on admin PC again, and here we are. This is the wonderful text-based web page we get to verify that our connectivity works. So admin here is able to go all the way through the local network, our wide area network connection to the internet and then connect into this www.cisco.pka web server. That's what we're showing here, running this wonderful text-based web page. That takes care of step four, last step in part one, on to part two. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website, at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. 
Part two, configure the wireless settings. In this activity, we'll only configure the wireless settings for 2.4 gigahertz. The five gigahertz is relatively the same when you go through and configure it, so you should be able to extrapolate to do that. Right now, we're just gonna do the 2.4 gigahertz. Navigate to the wireless router graphical user interface at 192.168.0.100. Um, I closed my web browser. I'm gonna reopen it quick. Put in my address here, 192.168.0.1. Click go. It's gonna ask us to log in. Once again, our login credentials were admin and admin, username and password, both the same. Should get a page very similar to this. Navigate to wireless and basic wireless settings. What they want us to do is up here, there's a number of different tabs. Yes, it's text-based, but these are tabs. I'm going to click on wireless and notice when I click on wireless, the setup here is going to turn black and wireless is going to turn blue, signifying this is the tab we're on. And we want basic wireless settings by default. It was selected. If you're unsure, go ahead and click on it. I'm clicking on it now. This is what we have. It also says basic wireless settings in the left side. That's how we know we're at the right spot. Change the network name SSID to a company only for the 2.4 gigahertz. Notice that the SSIDs are case sensitive, case sensitive, lowercase a, capital C, rest of it, lowercase company. Okay. So right here, underneath 2.4 gigahertz, we have the network name SSID. Currently it's default. What we need to do is change it to a company. So lowercase a, capital C, company. I spell company correctly. There we go. Change the standard channel to six. Once again, remember in the 2.4 gigahertz range, there are basically only three valid channels you can use at the same time. One, six, and 11. We're gonna use the middle one. Right here is the standard channel. I'm gonna go ahead and click there. Come down, click on six. So it says that right here. This activity, disable both five gigahertz frequencies. Leave the rest of the settings unchanged. As we scroll down here, notice we have a five gigahertz two and a five gigahertz one. I don't know why they don't list one first, and but they got two first. What we want to do is disable them. So underneath network mode, where it says auto right now, click the drop down and select disable. Go down to five gigahertz one. Network mode changes from auto to disabled. Scroll down to the bottom of the window and click save settings. So go ahead and scroll down. Click save settings. This being a Cisco product, once again, no news is good news. If you did everything correctly and Cisco's happy with it, they're not gonna say anything, but if you did something wrong, Cisco operating system will let you know. That takes care of part two, step one. On to step two, configure wireless security settings. In this step, you configure the wireless security settings using WPA2 security mode with encryption and a passphrase. What we want to do is navigate to wireless and then wireless security. We are currently on the wireless tab, but we want to go to wireless security. That's right here. It, it's in black. If I go ahead and click it, now it's in white and it says wireless security on the left side. Under the 2.4 gigahertz heading, select WPA2 personal for the security mode. 
or underneath the 2.4 gigahertz for the security mode, we want WPA2 personal. And that has a pre-shared key, a passphrase we have to set. For the encryption field, keep it on AES. That's the default. For our passphrase, enter in Cisco123 exclamation mark. Once again, it is case sensitive, capital C, lowercase, Cisco123 exclamation mark. Go ahead and type that in, capital C, lowercase i, lowercase s, lowercase c, lowercase o, one, two, three, exclamation mark. Leave the rest of the settings alone. Scroll down to the bottom and click save settings. Looking back up here, no news is good news. Verify the settings in the basic wireless settings and wireless security pages have or pages are correct and safe. What I'm gonna do is go back, click on basic wireless settings here. SSID, a company with lowercase a, capital C, and standard channel of six. That all looks good. I'm gonna click on wireless security right here, WPA2 personal, AES, and capital C, Cisco, one, two, three, exclamation mark. Those settings all look correct. On to step three, connect the wireless clients. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize our admin PC window here. Open laptop one, select desktop tab. I'm go ahead and click on laptop one. I make the window a little bit bigger going right and left. Select the desktop tab here. Click on PC wireless. PC wireless is right here. It's like a antenna tower with some radio signals coming out. Go ahead and click on that. Click the connect tab. Click the refresh as necessary. I'm gonna go ahead and click on that. Select the wireless network named a company. Here's the list of networks. Click on a company. Enter the passphrase configured in the pre-shared key field and click connect. Well, you actually have to click connect first and make sure you're on WPA2 personal and then enter in your pre-shared key. That was capital C, ISCO, one, two, three, exclamation mark. And now we can go ahead and click connect. Close the PC wireless window. Go ahead and click in this X right here in this area. Open a web browser and verify that you can navigate to www.cisco.pka server. Open up my web browser here, www.p, yep, sorry, www.cisco.pka, Pack Tracer Activity, click go or press enter, and here's our wonderful text-based web page. We have now went from the laptop through wireless to the wireless router through our wired connection, which is our WAN connection, into the internet and then the internet to the www.cisco.pka web server. Repeat the above steps to connect laptop two to the wireless network. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize laptop one window, open up laptop two, make that a little bit bigger, going right to left, click on the desktop tab, click on the PC wireless, click connect, click refresh, Click on a company, click connect. 
Make sure security is WPA2 personal. Enter in our pre-shared key, capital C, Cisco123, exclamation mark, and click connect. Close this window out. Open up our web browser, www.cisco.pka. And once again, our wonderful text-based web page shows up. Notice we do have our wireless signals here signifying we are connected to this access point. That finishes up step three on part two. Part two is done, on to part three. Connect the wireless clients to an access point. An access point is a device that extends the wireless local area network. An access point is connected to a wired router using an ethernet cable to project the signal to a desired location. I'm gonna minimize the laptop laptop two window here here's our access point the access point doesn't have all the features of our wireless router wireless router has a dhcp server on it it has dns it does some nat and pat for us behind the scenes wireless access point is just wireless that's all it does and it needs a wired connection and so first thing we need to do is connect that up going from port zero on the access point to an available ethernet port on the wireless router down here make sure you're on the connections menu we want the copper straight through go ahead and click on that notice our icon once again that's the end of that networking cable an rj45 with wire we want to plug that into the access point so i'm going to go ahead and click on that and select port zero there's a line that follows me around signifying i have my connection there and now i'm going to click on the wireless router i'm going to use the first one available gigabit ethernet 2 and we now have to wait for it to go through the negotiation process to get a good connection. We can cheat and click the fast forward button right here. And now we have all green triangles. On to step 1B, click the access point. Select the config tab. Under the interface heading, select port one. Right here is the interface heading. We want to select port one. In the SSID field, enter a company. That's the same one we set up on our wireless router here. We want it to be basically the same network so our users don't have to do um, a lot of configuration. They can basically roam from one to another here. So change our SSID to lowercase a, capital C, company. Select WPA2-PSK for pre-shared key. Right here, WPA2 pre-shared key. Make sure it's not just WPA, we want WPA2. And then enter in our passphrase, the same passphrase we've been using. Cisco one, two, three, exclamation mark. Oh, I clicked out of the field. It says it shouldn't be empty. Let's go ahead and take care of that. Capital C, Cisco one, two, three, exclamation mark. Keep AES as our encryption type. And because we're in the configuration here, I just, I clicked in another field just to make sure it committed the changes that we needed. I'm going to minimize this access point window. Step two, connect the wireless clients. Open up laptop three. Laptop three is right here. Open it up. 
on the desktop tab, click PC Wireless. I'm gonna make this window a little bit bigger, right and left. Click Connect, Refresh. Notice we have two SSIDs named the same. A Company 6, remember how we set that wireless router up on channel six? So that's the first one. A Company on channel one is, is an 81 percent strength. This is the access point we set up. We want to click on the stronger one, the one that's on channel one. Go ahead and highlight that one. Make sure it says A Company, channel one, 81% signal. And then go ahead and click connect. Make sure you're on WPA2 personal. Enter in our passphrase, capital C, Cisco, one, two, three, exclamation mark, and click connect. Open a web browser, verify that we can make it to our cisco.pka server. Go ahead and close this configuration window, open up our web browser, type in our web address, www.p, nope, sorry, starting over, www.cisco.pka, hit enter, and here is our wonderful text-based web page. I'm gonna slide this over for a second. Look what we're doing. Laptop three, wireless to the access point, wired to the wireless router where we got our DHCP from, our DNS. Then we go out the WAN port on the wireless router, connect to the internet to get to our server. That is the configuration we have set up. Takes care of part three, on to part four. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize that. On the admin, PC, I'm gonna click on the admin PC, navigate to the wireless router graphical user interface 192.168.0.1, actually that's where I'm at. Navigate to administration and management. Up here, they want us on the main tabs here, click on administration, once again, notice how the background is black, I'm gonna click on it right now. Now it's blue, signifying that's our active tab, and they want us to go to management, is right here. You want to double share, go ahead and click there. Change the current router password to Cisco. Right here, router access, our password. You enter in your new password once, you enter it in a second time. Go ahead and enter that in. We want it to be um, Cisco. Hit tab, take me down to the next field, type in Cisco there. Scroll down to the bottom, click save settings. Now, they want to make sure that I can, I'm can. i authorized to change that, and so I have to enter in valid credentials at this point. What we want to do is log in, admin, and then our new password. I think I typed that wrong. Let me type it over. Click OK. And now my settings are successfully saved, and I can click Continue. I scroll back up. That... I'm back into my management interface for my wireless router. Step two, change the DHCP address range in the wireless router. In this step, you'll change the internal network address from 192.168.8.0.1, sorry, 192.168.0.0 slash 24 to 192.168.50.1. Notice the change right here. Third octet is currently set at zero. We're gonna change the third octet to 50. 
when the LAN when the LAN network address changes, the IP addresses on the device in the LAN and the WAN must be renewed to receive the new IP addresses before the lease is timed out. So to get this started, navigate to setup. That's over here. Go ahead and click on that. Notice how the tab becomes active. Basic setup. I'm clicking on it just to make sure I'm there. Scroll down to the network setup. I'm going to scroll down right here is the network setup tab. The IP address assigned to router one is 192.168.0.1. Change it to 192.168.50.1. Once again, it's our third octet. We're changing from a zero to a 50. Right here, we have our IP address. We have the four octets. That third octet is what we're changing. I'm just going to change it from zero to 50. Verify that the, that the IP address still start at dot 100. It's right here. And there are 50 available IP addresses. That's right here. Add 209.165.201.1 is the DNS server. I scroll down a little here. Right here is our static DNSs. This is where we have to add it. Each one of these fields, once again, is an octet. There's a little period behind it. Kind of hard to see but we have to go ahead and enter that in. So I'm going to enter in 209. I hit tab to go to the next field because it's a web browser. 165, tab, 201, tab, 1. Scroll down to the bottom of the window and click save. Scroll down, scroll down, and click save. I click save. Note that the DHCP range of addresses has been automatically updated to reflect that. The web browser will still display a request timed out after a short time. Why is that? Well, we just changed the range of addresses it hands out. We need to force the door process to happen on the admin PC to get the new address. And then we also have to change the address here in the web browser 192.168.0.1 to 192.168.50.1. Now we're still looking at the old address here. Okay, so to answer the question. Because the admin PC IP address is no longer within the same network as the router uh, IP address is outside the new range of the DHCP server. Close the admin web browser. Once again, where it says web browser, blue line, right side, all the way, click on the X. In the admin desktop tab, that's where we're at. Click the command prompt. Type IP config space forward slash renew. IP config is all one word, all lowercase. IP config. Oh, I got to spell it correctly. IP config. Put in a space, a forward slash and then renew. 
that forces that Dora process to do it. It gets rid of any IP address it has, and then it starts at Dora, the discovery, the offer, the request, and the acknowledgement. Then it displays the address information it got. So we see our new IP address. Once again, pay attention to that third octet. We now have a dot 50. That's that new range for that. What is the new IP address information for admin PC? Okay, let's go ahead and type our information out. So IP address is 192.168.50.100. Subnet mask colon is right here, 32550 slash 24, 255, 255.255.0. Then we have our default gateway, 192.168.50.1. Once again, that's the exit off of our network. That's that wireless router. That is that IP address we just changed. And so our default gateway is 192.168.50.1 and the last piece of information was that static dns server we entered in there 209.165.201.1 dns server colon 209.165.201.1 all the information that we got right there Step J, verify that you can still navigate to www.cisco.pka server. I'm going to go ahead and close the command prompt. That's the right side of the blue line. Open up my web browser. Enter in www.cisco.pka. Might take a second to your network to fully converge with the new IP address. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to click the fast forward button. Click it twice. Go back here. And we have our web page. It's again that fun text based web page. That was K. We're on the L. Notice that laptop one connected to the AP, the access point, instead of the wireless router. I'm going to go ahead and minimize the admin PC window. Look at this. If I move it, it becomes a little bit more easier to see. But we have now connected to the wireless access point. Now, why is that? Okay, I'm going to click on the laptop here. I'm going to close the web browser, right side of the blue line. I'm going to go back into the PC, PC wireless. Look at it. I'm going to click on connect and refresh. And it's going to show me all the networks that are available. Look at what happened here. We originally were on the A company, but that the wireless router is where we manually set that channel six. It has a signal of 71%. Now that access point, it has the same SSID. It was on channel one. It has a signal strength of 100. It's now a 100%. So it has a stronger signal strength than the wireless router. Because it has a stronger um, signal strength, laptop one connected to it. It always connects to the strongest signal. If we scroll up here, what happened here is when we've changed some of our IP addresses up here on this router, it took down that interface 
It took down the wireless, made the change, and turned it back on. So it turned it off, turned it back on because it has the same SSID, same passphrase. It got to choose between them, and it went with the stronger signal. Why did it do that? Because AP has a stronger wireless signal. That was Packet Tracer Lab 13.1.10 Configure a Wireless Network. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.